0: This morning, we are looking at Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 to 27. So here we go. Uh, When they came to the crowd, a man approached, approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, the son of man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him. And on the third day, he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? He asked. From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own children or from others? From others, Peter answered. Then the children are exempt, Jesus said to him. But so that we may not cause offence, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. So after the transfiguration, Jesus, along with Peter, James and John, return to the group of disciples. And during their time up the mountain, the other disciples have attempted to cast out a demon from a demon-possessed boy. Unfortunately, they have been unable to heal the boy. So the father brought him to Jesus instead. And Jesus heals the boy immediately, showing his great power. So the disciples have been successful in doing miracles before now, so they're surprised by their failure. And they asked Jesus in private why they couldn't cast out the demon. Now, Jesus tells them that their faith is poor. He is even disappointed at their lack of faith, and it causes him pain and hurt. The disciples were treating the authority given to them like a gift of magic, rather than remembering to have their faith in God. And their poor faith results in their attempts to cast out this demon being ineffective. Jesus then goes on to say that faith as small as a mustard seed can move entire mountains. And this saying was proverbial. So here, when referring to moving mountains, Jesus means that faith as small as a mustard seed can help people overcome great difficulties in their life. Now, here the issue is that the disciples were putting their faith in themselves and not relying on God. What matters most is what our faith is in. What is the object of our faith? The object of our faith should always be Jesus. If we are putting our faith in the right place, then even faith as small as a mustard seed can do incredible things. And hopefully over time, our faith can grow and do even greater things. Here, the disciples have forgotten to put their faith in Jesus. And that shows in their inability to drive out the demon. Now, sometimes we won't have the greatest amounts of faith. When we're feeling weary and beaten down, it can be difficult to have great faith. But we must remember to always put whatever faith we have in Jesus and not in ourselves or the world around us. Even the smallest amount of faith that we have in Jesus can help us overcome great difficulties. So this moment is a learning experience for the disciples. Their failure and lack of faith means that they have to turn to Jesus. And their failure here reminds them of the great authority of Jesus. And it teaches them to come to Jesus with their problems. And this passage reminds us to do this too. If we are struggling with our faith in a particular situation, then we must remember to bring that to Jesus, as he is the one who has the power to change things. We cannot do these things on our own, much like the disciples couldn't heal on their own. We can only do these things through having faith in Christ to make a change and make a difference. So after this passage on faith, we then go on to read two accounts of Jesus explaining to the disciples that he is the son of God. The first is very obvious. And in verse 23, Jesus states that he will be killed and then raised to life three days later. And this is the second major passion prediction in the book of Matthew. Jesus knows that this is all part of God's divine plan. However, the disciples don't quite understand what is going to happen. They're beginning to absorb the announcement of Jesus's death, but they can't comprehend his resurrection. And I don't really blame them, to be honest. The passage then goes on to discuss the temple tax. And this was a regular tax paid by every Jewish man. When asked about Jesus paying this tax, Peter jumps in and defends him. And he says that he does pay it. However, again, Peter is slightly off the mark. And uh, Jesus uses a parable or comparison to help explain things to Peter. He says that royal sons aren't expected to pay taxes imposed by their fathers. Therefore, Jesus should not be expected to pay the temple tax as as it is imposed by his father. In other words, Jesus acknowledges the temple tax to be an obligation to God. And since he is uniquely God's son, he is exempt. Regardless of this, Jesus still pays this tax and by miraculous provision too. But again, we see Jesus having to explain to Peter that he is the son of God. So I think that we can take um, away from these two passages is that even though the disciples were the closest to Jesus, they spent time with him every day, they heard his teaching firsthand and they saw him in the flesh. Yet they often still seem to be misguided and confused they forgot to put their faith in Jesus. They didn't quite understand that he was the son of God and they didn't realise what he was on earth to do. Yet Jesus still loved them and trusted them regardless of their failings. And this is encouraging for us because we aren't perfect and we don't get it right all the time and we often don't show enough faith. Yet Jesus still loves us, he still trusts us and he still wants to use us. Our failings can actually bring us closer to him as they remind us to rely on him. No matter how much faith you have right now, no matter if you don't always understand the Bible passages that you read, no matter if you miss opportunities to spread the gospel, God can still use you. And even more than that, God wants to use you. But he can only use you if you remember to put your faith in him. So I'm just going to pray for us now. Yes, Lord, we just thank you so much that um, we can have faith in a God who raises people from the dead. And yeah, I just really, really um, ask now that whoever is on this call this morning who might be struggling with their faith, who might be struggling to have enough faith, we really ask that you just uh, light a fire in them, ignite a new flame of faith. Amen. We prayed for the season of spring that we are in taking words and pictures from the upper zoom time of prayer and continuing to pray them for our church for this season and then after Lydia's talk on faith as small as a mustard seed moving mountains we prayed for the mountains in our lives at the moment for those that we long to see come to faith and for the end of the virus and the safe vaccination of all peoples have a great day and see you on HTC Daily soon god bless